On tonight's episode of the Hollow Chronicles podcast, our buddy Kendall just got off the cruise. And by cruise, I mean the galactic star cruiser Halcyon from the new Disney theme park live action immersive experience. We're going to ask him a ton of questions. I'm going to get pissed off about Walmart, and we might even spin a new sideshow. Oh, my. Josh? Okay. Did it. Boy. <laughs> Oh, I'm scared over here. Oh, I'm so ready to get it on tonight. And by get it on, I mean have a great podcast with you, Josh. Yes, all right. you can get it on with me. Let's go. <laughs> right there. We're not gonna... All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Hall of Chronicles podcast. We are your hosts. I am Andy. And I am the Josh. Josh, I am very much looking forward to tonight's interview with our patron friend, Kendall not only is he a, a cool Star Wars fan, friend of a friend of the program, but like I said in the intro, he just got off of the brand new Disney fully immersive experience on the Star Cruiser, Galactic Star Cruiser, and he'll be the first person that you and I have gotten to talk to to experience sure. it. I mean, there's not, not a lot out there. No, it's it's brand spanking new. And what I'm really looking forward to this is that this is like like we said earlier in chatting with them, this is an every man's perspective, right? This right. is a Star Wars fan's perspective. This isn't a canned Disney employee produ produced, you know, spiel. Spiel. It's a fan that went, experienced it, and you in the chat can ask him questions. Uh, we'll try and put up, you know, uh, things for you to answer that that you know that we don't touch on and. Uh, Speaking of you in the chat, thanks for joining us, as always. As and always. Uh, yeah, like Andy said, throw those in the chat. We're going to be monitoring those questions. We already got one in, a good one from Saber. Yeah, yeah. All the usual suspects, Framie, Matt, uh, Mr. Rez, Galinor, and Saber, Scuba Pete, Jason. Like, JD. Just going Dale. Good to see you guys. Thrift. Oh, hey. Mm. Silver. Good to see you, Silver. Rolando. Yeah, Rolando, always, uh, always around. And, and I think and JD, Andy, yeah. Don't we have something to give away? We do, possibly. And, and thank you and for bringing that. Up. Showed, God, showed, yeah, yeah. Oh, Andy's okay. butt. All right. Um, you might remember these from a recent podcast that we got from our buddies at Red Five Designs. Mm. These are just some. I don't know. They're about five by seven sized uh, end credit art cards. Sure. From the Mandalorian, and we want to give these away. We want to give these away, so stick around to the end and find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got away. I know how. Okay. Am I ready to say? Well, you want to save it for the end? So yeah, we'll just tell them what they got to do, though. Then they can get ready. It's real easy. Okay. Andy's not sure because we wanted to do it now. All right. All you got to do is share this. Share this broadcast right now, so you can share it on Twitter. You can share it on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're at. Instagram. Just share it. Yeah. Just hit share, Facebook. and then in the chat, we trust you. This is the honor system, and you're all honorable people. We know that already so uh let's get some folks just put here. share just say share shared shared, shared. Past tense. Mm, red five that's, yep. that's all we gotta do um i can tell you guys too i i put in the description for tonight that we would be talking about the new uh second generation polish bootleg book from our buddy jacob we're not going to get to that tonight we've got just we've got too much stuff 
we got too much stuff. We'll get it. We'll get it soon. It'll also give me a little bit more time to read more on it. But we want to devote a little bit of time on that book because because it's just so unusual and so niche in the Star Wars collecting community, mm. but very interesting and weird and cool all at the same time. Kind of like our Twitter. Or I mean, our TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the spoon. Spoon All right. All right. Josh. Are we ready? Yeah. Let's bring in our buddy Kendall. Uh there he is. Kendall, welcome Ooh. to the show once again. Yeah, it's like great to see you guys again. Yeah, it's it's really nice to be on and be able to talk about this. It's uh pretty exciting. Well, you've got your robes on, and you know, you said you posted a few pictures on Twitter uh about being, you know, on the on the Halcyon. Josh, by the way, do you know what Halcyon means? I had to look it up. No. Because I wasn't totally Good. sure. I'm so glad. Because if you did, it's just like, gosh. Kendall, Kendall, do you know what Halcyon means? You know, I have to admit, I don't remember what Halcyon means. I think I may have read it, but I, I cannot remember. That's Let good, me. because there were more important things to remember. Good. <laughs> Oxford Dictionary says Halcyon denotes a period of time in the past that was oh. idyllically happy and peaceful. Oh, right. Yep. 2019. <laughs> Halcyon. Yes. <laughs> or it has, it does have a second meaning too. It's also, um, Ramey put it up a bird oh. in the genus of the tree kingfishers native to Africa and Asia known for their bright plumage. It's cause yeah, they're better. I think, I think both apply in this. We've got yeah, a very plumage. fancy, a very fancy star cruiser that you get to go that takes you back to a time mm. of idyllic peace and happiness. Look at these other definitions are even better. We had Framie who said like uh, uh, better days or times and then oh, yeah. Pete coming in with misty days of past. Mm. Oh, Halcyon. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Sounds like some Gandalf crap going on there. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk to Kendall. I want to hear about Kendall. Kendall, can you make Kendall Y'all make Kendall big on the big. screen? Just so we can Blammo. get the full. Oh, look at that beauty. I'm going so full. First, tell us about what you're wearing there, Kendall. Uh, sure. So this is actually an outfit I made for the cruise. I've been kind of thinking about this off and on anyway. Oh but it's an outfit based on the High Republic um, yeah. concept art that they had. So it has like the logo on it oh, and so cool. uh, has a kind of fun cape and everything. And yeah, you so it's just that. Yeah, I made that with my with my wife. I kind of picked out the fabrics and patterns and adjusted patterns and things, and she did a lot of the sewing, or really all of the sewing, and I, I just helped with a lot of figuring out what needed to go together. And then I did all the painting of all of this like stuff on here too. So doesn't it? Yeah, like uh, say Galenorian said, that just looks great. It looks it's great. awesome. Yeah, I thought actually you to bought. To be it. honest, yeah. I thought you you know that's what I would do. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's funny. I I actually I kind of went for three costume. I kind of went for two costumes on the ship. I went for a, a Temple Guard outfit and High Republic outfit. And the whole idea, but the backstory was, I was a Temple Guard a remote Jedi outpost. And I actually uh, pulled this out of the archives from the High Republic era, and I brought it along for the ship's cruise. So that was the backstory. So I also had a Temple Guard outfit, and I originally bought that from China from AliExpress, but it was supposed to ship at the end of January, and after a, like a, a month of not being anywhere, I was like, well, I should probably make something for it. And so I made a whole Temple Guard outfit, and then finally it came like just a week before the cruise. So Oh, wow. So that actually... Uh, you know, nice yeah. transition into some of the pictures that uh, you posted. We did, in fact, didn't we? 
see a Jedi temple guard. Some sharp eyes. Yeah, exactly. So that, that other outfit that you saw in the picture from the cruise, that was a temple guard outfit that I wore. And so that, that was the other thing. And that was modeled after like Clone Wars, temple guard kind yeah. of art and stuff. So a really cool and unique look too. So man, that's it. That by itself, Kendall is impressive. And we could probably talk 15 minutes on that. So, so, well, and I'll just stay on a little bit. So tell me when you talk about backstory, is this something that they encourage as you're going in? And I know we're going to get there and I might be jumping the gun here, but you know, as you go in, do they encourage that you show up with a backstory uh, to, to make it a more immersive experience? I guess, What's, they, how, how does it start? I mean, what kind of information do they give you? Yeah, the, the information at the start does encourage you to dress up. And like that even starts by them giving you a link to Disney where you can buy some special outfits that kind okay. of spruce up, you know, just even the basic um, wear that you have, like some Kenai Jedi looking tunics or a really cool robe looking thing. And uh, they didn't really say anything about backstory, but I, I just wasn't sure. I just thought it would be fun to have something. And I, I wanted an explanation of why I would have a High Republic outfit on. Mm. um as part of this thing too so just just for my own uh peace of mind i i wanted some you know real logical connection why i would have this other kind of era outfit even on and so yeah. that was why i developed the backstory if you wield two daggers you could be assassin's creed also <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty close to that in fact one of the hoods that i bought to try and uh and get the temple guard looked down was actually an assassin's hood because it really looks like almost just like the temple guard hood so that's cool. Very cool. All right, Kendall, the question that's on everybody's mind. Well, it, there's, it's twofold. How long what, did the trip last and how much did it cost? <laughs> oh, man. Sure. Let's that for in the end. No, no, no. We, we got to get right. right at this. Right. This is the question that's on a lot of people's minds. How much do we have to spend and how, how much of a trip does it get us for that money? So I'm going to give you the floor here for just a minute. You can tell us. As much as you want. Um, uh, I know you said these questions weren't off limits. So yeah, uh, answer it in the best manner that you can here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mark, for that comment. Um, anyway, so yeah. So the, I'll just start with the cost first because that's, the, of course, the big thing right there. For It was me and my wife that went and we had a standard room and it was a bit under 5,000. I think it was like maybe 4,800, maybe 49. And then we did actually buy trip insurance because we were a little worried. Um, about someone getting one of us getting COVID beforehand, and then the trip, you know, would just be gone. So we, so we actually that would, that did push it over five thousand. So that was the expense part, and then so for the duration of it, you basically get there around one o'clock on the opening day, and then you spend time in there doing story things and other things. And then I was up till maybe around like two o'clock, I think, the first night, um, just doing stuff around the ship. Um, that that's not you don't have to stay up that late, by the way, just to let you know offhand and uh, space. <laughs> <laughs> but I just since I was there and I could, I did. And uh, and then the next day is like a full day, although part of it, as much or as little as you want, you can go you go down to Batu on a shuttle and you spend a little time there doing mission kind of stuff as part of the story. And then you go back on the ship um, and you can go back whenever you want or you don't even have to get off if you don't want to. But it is for the mission stuff. It is a little bit of stuff to do on Batu that you need to do. And can I pause you? Can I pause you? Because yeah, sure. tell me about what does go down on the shuttle look and feel like? What does that mean? Sure. Yeah. So there's well, actually, since you're on a ship, and that's the way they think about it. They think about it as a cruise. You're going to a ship. When you get there at the port, you um, arrive, and they whisk all your luggage away, and then you go in 
and you go into a little subtle pod. There's actually an introduction. You take all your weapons off too, right? And put them in the. Uh, you have to at least have them scan first, but then okay. you may put them back on. So they're at least a little better than the Mandalorian public transport he took. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay. okay. That's what you get for what you pay for there. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. If you're on a shuttle with a bunch of other people, but yeah, you're on this high class cruiser, they just let you carry any weapons you like around. So, um, but anyway, uh, Let's see. So, yes, yeah, so you get there and you go through a little introductory video that explains that there's alerts and then there's alerts. You know, there's the kind of thing you might actually want to worry about. And there's the kind of thing where you need to gather in the bridge because something's happening. Oh, they go through that to warn you about that. And then you get on a little spaceship pod with a couple other people. And this you have some viewports on the top and then that takes you up to the ship and then you get to the ship and you're on board the ship. And so that's one pod. And then going to bed two on the next day. Um, that is another little pod, although it's kind of different. It's a little bit simplified. There's no viewports actually inside. It is very heavily themed. Like there's a lot of, you know, kind of distressed looking things because actually it's meant to be a Batu transport really run by Oga. So, you know, it's like really from Batu, And so it's a little more beat up, actually a lot more beat up. And it's, uh, it's, it's almost like a subway car in a way. Wow. And, and in fact, it reminded me a lot of like, if I were living the little loading screens from the Spider-Man game where you're just kind of hanging out in the subway car for a few minutes while uh, you're next to the part of your thing loads. And uh, and then you're on Batu and you go through a little tunnel and you're in Batu wandering around and they give you a special pin to let other people know, there know that you're from the spaceship because it affects things that they might do with you. And then you get back on the pod wherever you want and then you go back up to the ship. Wow. So when you're in the pod, are there some bumps when you enter the atmosphere? Like speed bumps is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's kind of bumpy actually the whole way. Like actually it's kind of funny because the pod to the ship from the main port, that's very smooth. But then the pod kind of going over to Batu is actually a, a little bit bumpy. Yeah. So that, that is kind of interesting that thematically it actually works with the way, with what you're actually inside of. That's, <laughs> that's actually kind of amazing. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, and so how, how many days... And nights was the trip total. Right. So then it's two nights total because after Batu, then you spend the whole rest of the day there on the ship. And again, I was up till two. And then you then you get up the next morning and then they try and have you out by around 10, I think it was. So oh, it's wow. really two nights and it's like kind of almost two full days uh, and really like a lot of extra time if you want, just depending if you want to stay up late or if you're willing to like maybe short the two trip a little bit too, you get sort of extra time on the ship as well. So. So when you're in Batu, like, do you get any special uh, privileges in front of the line type of scenarios or anything like that? I would say just maybe they, they treat you a little differently. Like all the cast members that they kind of recognize the pin, they might say something differently or whatever. Um, there's one little special thing uh, when you're getting on the Falcon ride, you get a little message from Hondo saying, welcome Halcyon guests. Oh. That's, that's kind of fun. On, on the little pre-show thing they do before you go in the cockpit. Yeah. yeah, and you do get lightning lane access for Falcon and uh, and the Rise of Resistance. Although you're in the standard lightning lane with everyone else, that's and, fine. That's what I'm talking about. Those lightning lane passes are gold because they're sold out by 10 a.m. You know, right? Exactly. And you just get passed to use whenever you're down there, whenever you want, and so you just have that automatically as part of your excursion, and uh, you can just use that anytime. That's money right there. <laughs> so. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I'm I'm fascinated by the the immersive qualities that you've described so far, which are mm -hmm. getting on a shuttle, going up to the ship. Um, 
on and and sorry, this is just all very interesting to me. Does it does do they do the motions on the way up? I know that obviously going to Batu, you're probably okay. Sorry to break the third wall here, but you're probably <laughs> traveling in in an actual vehicle of some sort, uh, unless they've built some kind of tram. I don't know, but um, does does do they give you the the sensation of movement? You know, like. No, it's it's only from the aspect of you actually are in a truck. And so you get the, the the standard motion of kind of being in a truck. So it doesn't really have like it doesn't have like the drop feeling, for instance, okay. for or anything like that. It does not have it. I don't think either of them have any hydraulics that actually do, you know, like like motion effects that you would feel like it's just kind of standard. So it's really just the aspect of the screen and actually the transport to Batu, since it has no screens, it's kind of more like you just feel it detached from the ship and then you're just kind of going along for a few minutes and then you arrive in Batu and okay. you're just there. So in vicinity of the hotel to the park, what would it, you say? Yeah, super close. Cause it's right on the back. It's, it's actually like right on the back side of Batu. So it's really, I don't even, it, is it maybe even just like in hundreds of feet? Oh, okay. So, so they've made that, designed that, you know, intentionally to mm-hmm. really give you that quick access. Cause I, I rode the rise of resistance and that concept is part of it. You get into a to a, you rode that too, right? You yeah, get yeah. And the rise of resistance was like way fancier. Like the the transport to the ship is is got two like maybe like uh, one by a, a six foot long sort sort of view panels on on the upper parts of the ship, and that's what you're looking through. So it's not like big screens like you get in the right. in the rise of resistance ride. So neither of them are really big, but they do have uh, kind of some stuff going on, and it's kind of cool. You can still see the ship as you're approaching it through the the pod and everything so they're, they're still kind of a cool way to arrive in the ship and really feel like you're traveling you know up to it from somewhere so were you in costume the whole time yeah i actually arrived in costume because i didn't want to take any time once i got there to change i decided and i think that was a really good call they do take you to your room it's really neat actually when you first arrive one of the things that's amazing actually is that so much of disney has you know kind of cut back on staff a, a lot all over the place in recent years and this thing is staffed like there's like unbelievably there are so many people working in this thing and as soon as you get into the ship they have all of these cast members just lined up and and individually one will grab you and whisk you off to your room and show you all around your room right away and and there's your luggage too which has magically appeared before you even ever reached there and um so that was like pretty awesome starting experience it's just like right away you felt like they really just had a lot of people trying to help you out with stuff and so that was really pretty cool and then you could you know just do a quick room tour to understand what the room is like and right from there you could just go off and start exploring and, so and that's why i had the costume you about your room you have a viewport in your room right so you can yeah. you can gaze out into the the so galaxy we got some pictures you want me to pull them up sure yeah well, well actually while you're doing that let me um let's uh, uh let's answer we got one question um from the chat well actually two from Framey. Framey's very curious about this. He's, it sounds like he's booking a trip. Uh, despite knowing it's a themed experience, were there any moments where you became completely absorbed in what was going on and the real world melted away? Yeah, there kind of were. And that was actually really up to, and, and again, this is kind of a staff thing, only this is the actors. They had really amazing actors working this thing. And honestly, they were just really great to talk to. And you did kind of kind of get lost in the story at times especially towards the end as things were winding down and things, maybe some parts of it got a little more emotional and you really did actually develop feelings for some of these characters 
that were part of it. Not not even like the main characters, just like these side characters they had were pretty awesome. And so there there were parts of it that were kind of like that. That were actually kind of emotional and really, uh, really, really. I mean, just really a lot of the story just felt just just really grabbed you and really felt very immersive. Like a lot of the time, it was actually really exciting to go around and do things with these different characters and talk to them about different stuff. And there, there, and there were a lot of moments where it was just really fun to be part of the story that was going on. Was there a was there a house band on on the ship? <laughs> Well, kind of actually, because there is what there is is there's Gaia, and she is a musician. She's a big part of the story actually, but she's also an excellent singer. In fact, one of the the um, songs that is from the Ogus Cantina soundtrack is on is is her singing. But she has a bunch of numbers she does that kind of in a different variety of styles too. So it kind of keeps it different. It's not just like one kind of music really even, but she, but the actress they had was an excellent singer and they had really good music with it. And that was actually really good. Like, in fact, I've been on a lot of cruise ships and I've always hated the cruise ship entertainment a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I just never even go to any show thing on a cruise ship anymore because I've never always been disappointed and really dislike it a lot. But, but the actual songs that, that uh, they did with Gaia were amazing. I mean, they did a super job of producing these things and writing them. And then just the performance of them was awesome. That's, That's cool. That is very cool, man. We you, you ready for some pictures? I, I think we are. We have a few questions. I actually like, and maybe we'll throw this out there to, to see. I actually kind of like that you haven't told us exactly what kind of the storyline is it's still mysterious i don't know i mean there's people we've obviously seen the chat there's people like too rich for my blood you know etc etc so maybe they won't go but i I, it's kind of interesting that you're you're doing a good job of keep of a non-spoiler spoiler spoiler type of thing here so yeah that's what i'm trying to keep it around that to where i mean i will reveal like a little bit of outlines of the story eventually maybe or just talk a little bit more about the actors or something but yeah but it's so fun to experience the story as it develops that i really only want to give that to people that kind of seek it out okay Um, so i just throwing it out there we'll see yeah i like that i'm I'm max they they don't have max rebo on there but they do have an amazing rodian i have to say Uh, a rodian in a full mask with actual animatronics as part of this mask that like the eyes and the eyelids move and the mouth moves and everything. It looks really good. So. Wow. That's cool. That's right. very cool. Let's, uh, let's bring pictures to. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so this is, this is one of the actors actually, his name is Sandro and he is a musician. Fantastic. He's a musician. When you first meet him, that has sold everything he has to try and get on the ship to just try and convince a guy to play a song with him. He just wants to try and play one song with Gaia. That's his whole mission on this ship. Wow. That's really cool. I, I he, mean, I that's a, that's a great outfit. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he looks great. And, and actually he ended up, it was funny. He ended up being my favorite, my favorite character actually of the whole thing. So is this in the kind of the lobby area of the, yeah. yeah. So this picture is taken in the atrium. This is the place when you first get into the ship, this is the first space you encounter, and it's really the main space of the whole ship. Is this giant atrium, and it, it's directly attached to the bridge. And then you go down some stairs to get to some other rooms, including the guest rooms. Okay, so those rooms up kind of above your head there, those are just for look, or are they actual rooms up there? They're actually more for story rooms. They're, they're kind of for look, but there are a lot of story kind of stuff takes place atop that. Okay. Like the captain will make announcements from up there. Or you'll see other things happen up there too. So wow, 
And then this is uh, like the door from the bridge from that main atrium leading into the bridge. Is that Jason Bourne? <laughs> are those Disney people? Or are they fans? Or are this? Uh, those are just fellow passengers. Okay. Nice exit. Oh, not not written in Arabesh. Uh, so yeah, you have a lot of Arabesh around the ship, actually. And then this is on the bridge, and this is this is pretty fun because the bridge doesn't just look cool. Actually, that screen on that bridge that looks amazing. The quality on that thing is super good. In fact, it, it, it impresses me way more than Space 220. I went to Space 220 right after this, so I could kind of compare. And this is not as, as big. It's like maybe half as big, but this just like has way more stuff going on mostly. And, it, and the Space 220 screen, if you've ever been there, it gets kind of jittery at times. It just has a few things, but even those few things will just kind of like go janky on you. And this thing, everything is super smooth and looks great. I mean, it's really high resolution and it just looks really clear. Do the, do the screens and the knobs, do they all have like a purpose or? They do actually. Part of the thing is that you do bridge training and it's really like a ginormous video game for like 25 people where you're all taking over different kind of stations around the ship. There's um, these loader things that are little bots that you move around and grab stuff and take it someplace. Nice. And then there's uh, weapon systems that you can shoot stuff down, like multiple people can be shooting stuff down. There's a whole shield station where you it is like a big game of uh, Space Invaders with like eight people playing it all at once around the round thing. And they have a like a systems thing, which is like you're trying to control all these things to keep the systems repaired and in check. And they even have the, the thing behind me off to the uh, right on your screen is the hyperspace lovers. Oh, those are great. Oh, oh and this is, this is like an amazing thing about the kicking off of the ship that I thought was the best part. I, I, was, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talking about this. I, I haven't watched all the reviews or anything. But the coolest, one of the coolest parts of the whole thing was that after we all get together and gather in the atrium for like this sort of introductory um, muster, uh, the, the, what they did to kick off the kind of voyage was they chose a, a family from the ship to go up there and be the ones to actually pull the hyperspace lovers to send the ship off on its voyage. Wow, that's cool. very cool. Hey, yeah. and I, I do see your lightsaber there in this picture here. There yes, it is. exactly. Yeah, that's that's the Temple Guard saber, actually. Hold on. Complete with Babu Frick. Uh, yeah, and then, the, yeah, I have him here. Actually, this is uh, Kermit the Frick. <laughs> the frick <laughs> and what? his story his story is actually he's an Enzelin that's a distant relative of Shug who was the original Enzelin ship designer of the Halcyon okay <laughs> that's so good oh I mean you went immersive all by yourself yeah so you brought Kermit yeah. the frick that was that's fantastic let's see Bubble Frog <laughs> oh yeah and it's, this is actually the, the, little, the little stateroom that was uh, Shug the, the ship designer's original room. And so he's standing by the Anzellan's original room there. Well, that's appropriate. Chevy would call him Kermit the France. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, gosh. gosh, what's that? I think yeah, this is the then, last picture that I have here. Yeah, and then this is uh, one of the ones I just had to add this little uh, note in there <laughs> to support for Solo 2 because uh, I, I like, kind of like this movement to try and make Solo 2 happen. So... And this is like really late at night, I think around one or two in the ship. And so I just decided to throw this up. Is there. it dead at one or two? Is it empty? You know, it's surprisingly empty. I thought a lot more people would be up. I think the, the, the thing is, is that most of the people that are up at that time, they're all off in the lounge area. And so they're just hanging around in there. The cantina. In the cantina, <laughs> yeah. Now it's a lounge. It's high class. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Very cool. So uh, I had a question going back to the display that we saw there of the, you know, the planet with the ships out there. How would you compare the resolution to like the quality? Because I found in Rise of Resistance, it was really good, but it was a little like I was like, oh, man, if they did really sharpen this up, I'd be a little more immersed. It looked a little, you know, they're using kind of the Star Wars lines, you know, grain a little bit to give you which Star Wars has done yeah. well you know, for their view screens when you're seeing it on camera. It's got a little lines through it. And that's kind of how I felt on, I felt like I wasn't looking through a real window. So you feel like maybe that was a little better. Uh, yeah, it, it was better. Cause uh, yeah, I, I would say it's definitely sharper than the rise screen and just like way larger too. Like, even though you're sitting in front of the other screen on the rise ride, I mean, this is like expanding the whole bridge and you can get up right up close to it. It looks great. At one point they had a thing where a whole flight of X-Wings flew across your screen it looked amazing really it was a, a super excellent screen that thing up there so are there is there a, a pool that is a part of this uh you know i know you said that there's a lounge and there's a back to, to tank out. at least is there, a, is there a yeah is there a back to tank you can go uh, take a load off or a, <laughs> a hot spring or something no i mean that's kind of a part of the interesting thing is they're kind of hinting to you that this is not really a, a voyage for relaxing because uh, they don't just don't have those kind of facilities. There's no gym. There's no pool. There is, you know, the bar lounge. Star Wars fans right? gym. And uh, and then you're really just mostly, but you're really mostly spending your time either wandering around or just talking to other characters or just the other people on the ship. So, cool. a couple more questions for you from the chat. Uh, this one from Scuba Pete. Uh, did you find the data pad? Uh, uh, oh. oh. Did you find the data pad use too, sorry, too much? Sorry, it wasn't on my screen. I, I don't think so. I thought it was about the right amount. The thing is you could kind of choose how much to use the data pad. And in fact, one of the things, I'm not 100% sure about this, but it kind of seemed like the data pad was, um, was not entirely necessary. Like apparently you got actual like sort of credit on that whole system that they had running with the data pad for even just going up and talking to characters. So if you were talking, went up and talked to a character and you helped them out with a mission on the ship, you could do that physically in person. You didn't have to use the data pad. Like there was a lot of elements where you were going around with the ship's characters and doing stuff with them that was very physical and not on the data pad at all. And the data pad was helpful to understand kind of a little bit of backstory of the things and to, kickstart missions and to tell you where to go to like get involved in some missions and things like that but i didn't feel like it was too heavy and you could kind of moderate how much you want to do like sort of which missions you chose and which uh, you know factions you chose with there's multiple paths you can choose to get involved with on the ship and uh and so that data pad kind of works with them the, the only thing about the data pad that was kind of funny though was that it is like the data pad that is the same data pad that you use in batu pretty much as far as like the puzzles go so they have the oh, same yeah. puzzles like the scanning and the hacking stuff and the the thing was is that i'd done that so much in batu before that for some of the missions when i went down to batu i had to you know hack something but i had the super advanced puzzle where i had to fit like 10 weirdly shaped pieces into this you know space and so my thing was like kind of hard to solve and i had to back out of a few of them where my wife who had never really done it before she had to put like two or three pieces into a thing and it was done and that was me that was me it was two i was like i got this <laughs> i was solving 
So you're a little, so if you've actually done it a lot, you're a little bit hampered in that you have to do these more difficult things. But that's mostly on the Batu part. That you really don't use that as much on the ship, maybe a little bit. But uh, very cool. But on the ship, the data pads are mostly kind of communicating with these different characters, um, like understanding what they would like you to do or them asking you to do stuff. All right, here's another question from Matt. Uh, what was your favorite moment? Did you have a, like a like a holy crap moment or a wow? I, this is it. Which there's another question that you can answer after that. Yeah, you know that, that's hard to say because I mean, so much of it was about this involvement with the actors. Actually, it was funny going on. I thought my favorite parts would be kind of the food and just the overall space, and that was cool. But that was just a base of this amazing like constant interaction with the actors. I mean, that said, like the one of the cooler. There's a few kind of coolest moments in different ways. One of them was the one I talked about with them choosing this family to like launch the whole ship off. I thought, you know, that was just an awesome way to start the thing. But the other thing was the um, sort of relationship I built up talking to that Sandro guy. And then just at the very end, right as the story was about to conclude, right before that happened, I didn't even know it was about to happen. I just wandered into the climate simulator room, which is pretty cool, I think, by the way. And, uh, and I just happened to wander across him sitting there all by himself. Like you're just sitting there hanging out and I was talking to him a little bit and he, he was making up songs just out of different, you know, concepts. He was just making them up there and there was no one else around for a little while. And then all of a sudden the alarms went off and we had to go up and, and see like the final moments of the story. But that was just like a really fun moment. And you could just have that any moment mm-hmm. where you just wander around the ship and all of a sudden something's happening. Like there's almost no one around even experiencing this this kind of cool thing that's happening. That is pretty cool. I, I will say the other like favorite story thing though was I, I was on the Jedi Path and the, the Jedi Path had a very cool like kind of story ending to it as well. So all right, uh, that's all I can say about that. Spoiler, non spoiler. <laughs> all right, we got a, a, a final. I, I would say w- which would be a really good kind of final question from the chat. So now that you've had the experience, mm-hmm. was it worth the money? I, I think it was. I mean, that, that's it is really hard because it is very expensive. Um, the thing was for us, you know, it's two people, and so that, that helps a lot because my wife is paying for half of it too, and we don't have kids. That that increases the expense up to around something like six thousand, I think, if you have kids because they charge you a bit more as you get more people on. Um, but for me, it, it was totally worth it because I mean, the, the thing is, it just makes it so hard about this price is that there's just nothing else to compare it to because it's so unlike anything. Like, like a lot of people I see comparing it to other cruises or other things, but it's just nothing like a real cruise. And the other thing that it's kind of like, but so much different than is like, if you've ever gone to other interactive theater things, like there's sleep no more in New York and there's, um, other secret cinema things I've done in the UK which are also amazing in their own ways, but they're just not at this level where they've combined really technology and uh, and just massive like dump of people operating stuff and then actors and uh, and then great story too. I mean, that's the other thing that maybe kind of gets lost in all this is that they've written actually what I think is a really good story. And so the, that's fun to experience. Like if the story itself were kind of blah, you know, that would like kind of let you down in the end. And it had you know, kind of a satisfying ending. And it, it kind of had multiple endings since you had these different paths you could do plus the main story ending. And so just overall, there's just nothing else like it. And to be able to experience something, to, to have them have put so much effort into the Star Wars thing, 
I mean, it, man, it was just, it was really worth it to experience this for, for me. In fact, so much worth it that I'm pretty sure I'm going back again sometime next that was, year. <laughs> that was a question. So good job. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good yeah, I mean, that, that's a good question. Natural question you have. Is it worth going again? And the thing is, there's so much stuff that I kind of didn't know uh, that I kind of didn't know because I was trying to avoid spoilers. And so I didn't know to do some things or maybe to look out for some things. And, and just having done it once, I would interact with the, the actors like even more and do uh, do some other things a bit differently and it'd really take like a different kind of story path too a little bit and i think it would be different enough that it would be worth it and especially in a year to be able to compare you know to kind of how it is now i think would be kind of pretty interesting to see how see what improvements. yeah yeah wow um kendall do the do the doors open automatic when you come in like the grocery doors, but they're Star Wars. Well, doors. They got close to that because I was actually really worried. Like I was trying to avoid spoilers. So my actually one of my bigger hopes for the whole thing was that they had sliding doors. Like that was all, all one of the few things I like really wanted, but didn't think I would get. And all the doors for the room slid, like the bathroom door slid, the, the <sighs> room for the door for the uh, hotel room slides. The only thing is, is that when you like unlock it, yes. that, that you had do have to open it yourself, but it slides shut automatically, so you get half of the action. Okay, so it's like on a like on a rubber band, the little pull it back. Yeah, right? it's like on an automatic shut, it, and it doesn't have like limb chopping quickness to it. But uh, oh, darn it! But still, <laughs> not Mando style. It won't come in. You won't hit your head on it on the way through. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's, is so great. That's that's amazing. That that's like my favorite part of what you said. The doors. <laughs> Totally, totally. <laughs> and actually, they're they're all they feel like high quality. It was funny. I stayed at this other hotel that's very new, right after the Swan Reserve, and it also had sliding doors in the bathroom, and they felt like super cheap compared to these nice, solid um, Galactic Star Cruiser doors. doors. Yeah, blast doors. You need blast. Yeah, they're, they're like yeah. They feel when like, I go to the bathroom, I need some blast doors in there. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and can you just break into your neighbor's room by flipping open the panel and shooting it? Uh, you do that, and then the door just opens. <laughs> uh, so, sadly, they do not. Although they do kind of have a thing where they have an escape hatch for the rooms that they have like a little chamber you could open, and if there's a real bad emergency, you could crawl into that, and then you would hang out in there until they let you out the other side of that until into whatever's behind that panel. Are you what? 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 Yeah, is they that have, have like, uh, that for like real world emergencies or just yeah maybe? for a real world emergency they actually have like basically a tiny like escape pod that you right. would crawl into and then they would come let you out the other side so of that did window. you get in it did you get in it and take pictures? I, didn't try and get in. I was actually kind of curious because i was just afraid to open it like if it would trigger anything i should have tried to open it at least oh you're damn yeah. right man no the trigger like away clacks on yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, that's so good, good. Wow. Well, Kendall, I'm so glad you went and you shared with us your experiences. I'm so glad you had a good time. And you know what? That I guess that's all that really matters. You had a you had a blast. You're open to going again. I guess that's about as high a praise that you could give an experience like that is that you'd be willing to go back. Yeah, for that. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is about it too is that really like like the people are comparing it to multi day cruises or whatever, but it's like it compresses and almost like it, it almost feels like a week of experiences into such a short time frame time frame because it just is so damn i mean the next the day after we left i could hardly do anything i was we went to epcot for like one lunch and then we left for hours and just hung around the room and 
Yeah, what a boring ass room you had to go back to, right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it just it had a lot of great memories and just so much fun. It, it, yeah, it just it packed a lot into a little package. And that was a big part of what made it worthwhile because you go for an experience and they really delivered an experience, like just all around, just all aspects of it. They did okay. such a good job. Kendall, I, I, this might be the most important question <laughs> you get about this whole experience. I know. I, I know just from our interactions over the last you know year or two, massive Star Wars fan. You've got a cool collection, and you can see some of it behind you. Uh, we've even featured it once upon a time, mm. I believe. And yep. um, you brought your wife. Yeah. Did your wife have a good well, time? This is the most or question. was she just happy that you were having a good time? She she was happy that I was having a good time, but she also really enjoyed it because she she actually really gets into these kind of interactive things. That's a, a big reason why we've been to other stuff like Secret Cinema, especially. And she she kind of really likes that. And so she was super happy that all the acting stuff was amazing. And she she likes Star Wars. Not, not on my level. She's not at all a collector. She does enjoy it. And she even went to all the trouble to theme a whole like like basically kind of like a Dr. Afra kind of outfit. Oh, that cool. she, she built up herself from scratch and uh and so she was she was pretty into it and but she but she had a really good time too she she also really loved it she thought they did an awesome job as well she was really happy and she she was actually even the one that brought up going back oh so, whoa oh okay. that's called a buying signal <laughs> <laughs> Take that's that. a green light right yeah, there yeah, is what we yeah. call that well, awesome, man. I, I thank you so much for sharing with us. This is a, this is a take and this is a, an insight to the experience that I've not seen, you know, in, in any sort of like authentic way. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad the people that are watching us got to listen to your side of it and, and from a, from a real fan experience perspective. And, uh, and I'm so glad you had a great time. Like, man, hey. Yeah, you did a great job and and your your uh, costume or your cosplay is amazing. Yeah, um, that's so much fun. It's it's inspiring, too, because I think, uh, you know, just hearing how you went about it uh, may not have been something that I would have thought of to do is like, all right, show up in character, be ready. I kind of would have been like, OK, tell me what I need to do instead of you know, a little bit of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to help the process here. So that's kind of, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And actually, the, funny, the funny thing was the high Republic idea too, was actually, I, I, I really wanted to do this badly. And so I just decided to do this as one costume, even before they told anyone about it, the high Republic roots of the ship. So it just was like amazing alignment, but that worked out so well. Very cool. Very timely too. Kendall, where can people find you online if they want to uh, follow up with the question or just follow you in general? Sure. Yeah. Mostly I'm really hanging out on Twitter. Uh, Galactic Curator is my handle on Twitter, all one word. And then I am on Facebook. If you want to look up uh, just Kendall Helmstetter Gellner, I actually have more pictures and things on there too that you can look up. And I I, I actually am thinking what I'm going to do because um, I did take some other like little video here and there. And I think I don't have a YouTube channel, but I, I do have a Galactic Curator handle on YouTube too. And I think I'm just going to upload like just a bunch of random small video fragments from the ship as well that sure. people could just enjoy um, just for fun to see like little fun things that I, I shot. So I, I think that would be kind of fun. I, I have no intentions of like uh, supplanting you guys or anything, but 
<laughs> good luck buddy we got yeah. almost 18 viewers in here so. yeah that's right you want the monday evening late shift <laughs> yeah and, uh, come on know. in come on out. yeah i really appreciate all your questions and everything and uh just yeah like i said i'm just happy to have a chance to share what a fun time i had with it because I, I do i really had a great time and i enjoy talking about it so it's, it's a good sales pitch for me man i know the money is out there um but you know uh i like and 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 i love you guys out there i like all the uh some of the what the francis that were happening but just why don't you just uh, turn around from your computer or your iphone or your your screen and just look at all the crap around you and and do a little math and then just decide whether uh, oh yeah actually part of the way I, if we love yeah and part of the awesome. way i heard it i have to say is i actually like cut back heavily on my black series buying i actually like skipped on a few waves to kind of help before this so uh Yep. I'm a suck. I'm a sucker for experiences. I always have been. I think it's a great way to spend money. Uh, things, things go away, but memories, uh, stick with you at least until you, you hit the old Alzheimer's. So <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> then, then everybody's, then know, everybody's cool and brand new. So yeah. Um, no, thank you so much. That that's, that was an awesome description. I'm, uh, I'm definitely sold. I, I will say I, I, as a, uh, uh, Disney vacation club person uh, got a, a a preview. I can I can book a trip to the Disneyland opening if I want to. Um, so I don't know about that though. We'll see. I might jump into the crowd with the other guys. Like, I don't know, spend that money. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll just Kendall send me more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll All see. right. All right, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you. I know it's a little uh just a little bit later than where we're at here, but uh really appreciate your time and uh thank you so much. Thanks, yeah, happy, happy anytime to talk to you about anything. So that's great. Thanks, All buddy. Right. See you, buddy. May the force be with you. And not that with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. That and I really appreciate it because I, I, I was like, Kendall is avoiding the spoiler. I like that. I, I mean, it would have been hard for me. I would have been like, all right, so Captain So and So shows up. Here's your deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, you blast him. You guys ready for a three hour recap? Because <laughs> I just cut it down <laughs> from six. Oh no, that was so good because I I learned a lot. I I didn't know about most of what he was talking about until. You know he was sharing it, so like I, what I was just the question you asked in the green room. What was that? You asked one. Oh, I asked him. I said, I asked him. I said, because I this is how much I didn't know about it. Oh yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the was the starship cruise on an actual boat that they had just kind of outfitted to make like a spaceship, or were you at a hotel? And see, that's how little I knew about. It. I thought it might actually be a cruise because. I, you know, in my head, like, okay, there are Disney cruises. And so maybe this is just the Star Wars spaceship cruise sure. version of when that. they send you out on the deck, though, they have to put you in a welding mat. So it looks like you're in space <laughs> or, or, or no, they just tell you that you're, you know, out on uh, Scarif or something, you know, you know, someplace <laughs> that looks kind of nice, you know, we've landed again, you can go this, outside. This is not uh, <laughs> what's the What's the island off of San Diego? <laughs> oh, oh, this is not Can uh, Catalina. Catalina, yeah. yeah. This is not Catalina. This is Scarif. This Whoa. is Scarif flying by here. No, anyway, that yeah, that's how little I knew about it. So again, man, Kendall, thank you so much for sharing. Oh, we're coming off of a nice, high, happy feeling, good stories, just buzz, and I'm gonna bring us <laughs> crashing. 
two. Here comes Angry Andy. Gosh. So, Andy, go on. What are you going to talk about, buddy? <laughs> Andy, what's on your mind? I, I, I got to grab something here. Oh, boy. Ugh, this isn't. Oh, boy. This isn't even. It's not even f- the majority of it here. Okay. If you follow on Twitter, you know where this is about to go. Um, about eight or nine months ago, Josh, <laughs> I like so many back eight to nine months, like ago. so many of us, uh, pre-ordered from Walmart a set of Clone Wars vintage collection figures in the style of the Tartakovsky Clone Wars uh, animation, which oh I. Gosh. Which I, as you know, I'm a big fan of. Might as well have some show up and beat your kid. <laughs> Man. Fast forward to this weekend. So I made I made the, you know, I pre-ordered one of each of the figures. There were six total. Okay. And out of this order, I got six different packages over a three-day period. They didn't all come at once. They came in individual packaged, one at a time. Which I thought was a little weird. That's just that's called logistics, Andy. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. how you think reduce smarter. costs, <laughs> not harder. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> this was one of the bags. This is one of the bags that the figures oh. came in. Oh, you mean like on, on a cardboard with a with a with a no it's, a bubble? It's it oh. does have bubbles in it. But there was a box in that bag, right? That contained what you. No, no, mm. there was not any protective other than a flimsy Gee, Christmas bubble mail. It would have been better if it was a, an, a paper envelope, probably. Like it, it was basically in a lunch sack that mom made for school, and your lunch was in it. And Josh, in that one, in that particular one, was this Clone Wars Barris Offy. Oh, it looks great. <laughs> and I don't know if you can see, but the bubble is coming off of the card. Oh, because collectors love that. The bubble that means is, you don't have to spend as much time opening it. Somebody stepped on it, I'm pretty sure. Not only are there multiple creases in the card, but there is like a crease so severe that it's torn the card. It is certainly not flat. And this was the first one that arrived. Damn. So it was like, too, holy it, crap. Because the card is so from cool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, let's just say for a second, I was going to give this to my kid who just had a birthday this weekend, coincidentally. Oh, there's, gosh, it's opening up more. There's no way. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter at this point. I would not even give gift this to a child because it looks like I found it in the garbage. Like it looks beat to heck. Or at least a thrift store. Uh, or a thrift store, fine. You know, but even. AKA Walmart. <laughs> So, okay, that was the first one, all right? The second one to arrive came in this box. And subsequent figures came in a box of this exact oh, okay. same size. Now, it did come with some packing bubbles. Nice. But oh, you'll, you'll, not nice. you'll notice that this doesn't exactly, there's not a lot of room for it, and it has to kind of, roll to fit in it, it's it's a little bit taller than it than the box's height so it doesn't go in perfectly flat and funnily enough if they wouldn't have funnily, funnily enough <laughs> so this is how i found it there was this bubble packing on top of it 
and it was just shoved in. So on, on oh, that's a good noise. Yeah, on four out of four sides, this is bent. All right, the bubble is okay, but the card again is beat to shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> The, the thing is, though, if they wouldn't have, they could put it in diagonal and it probably, no, it's still too short. Here, look at it, Josh. Look at it. It's gross. Six out of six figures came with creases or detached from the bubble or looked like they had been stepped on because they came in boxes that were too small or in mailer baggies that do nothing to protect what's inside. Oh, that crease is really good right there. That I, a, oh my gosh. That's a good one. Yeah. On it comes up to an you could like hold water in it. Put it back for you. <laughs> exactly. I waited eight to nine months for this exclusive pre-order that I will never see in an actual Walmart because though we live by two Walmarts, Josh, how often do we get current? or exclusive Walmart items. Well, and maybe. I'll answer that for you. Okay. Don't even think about answering Sorry. this. Sorry, guys. We'll never see it. The scalpers take over the pre-order, so it's incredibly hard to get a pre-order. Then we wait eight months for something that arrives, beat to shit, and I've paid my money for it already. I Walmart reached out to me because I posted something about it, and they and I can't wait for them to see what I post back so that they can tell me, well, we're actually also out of stock because many of the pre-orders have been canceled at the last minute due to lack of supply. Right. So all the way around, Andy grabs his ankles. You know what I mean? And not the fun way either, Josh. <laughs> is there a fun way? Okay. I, I, thought, I mean, I'm sure there is. <clears throat> I like to stretch too. So, so not only has this happened to me, this happened to many of our collector friends uh, that we talk with. I, I know our friend Jason in the in the chat has it happened out of like four out of the five that he ordered. Um, I do know. I'm not even looking at the at the comments right now. I, I know that uh, Paul from Paul's Collectibles. He miraculously went like five out of five. Good good shape. And they came in a baggie and two boxes. So they'd a like Walmart doubled Christmas. up. So he he was very you know fortunate. What that is? That's a collector on the packing line. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's good clean living, is what it is. Mm. Our friend Scuba Pete went through after continued negative experiences with exclusive pre-orders that come crap. He went through and he deleted about $500 worth of pre-orders that he had from Target, Walmart, yeah. from other places. He'd had enough. And I think I contributed to that. And I'm glad I did. I went through and I canceled some pre-orders that I have lingering around. I, I've said this for a while. I'm done shopping at Walmart in stores. I'm now done with pre-orders from Walmart, any online experience. Thank you, no, you will be receiving no more of my money. I am probably going to really, really limit any modern Star Wars collecting that I do and just stick with vintage. Start getting weird stuff from vintage. It's really, it's really hurt you. <sighs> now, could we pivot a little bit on that? Okay, we're dealing with a... Don't you dare try and find a silver lining I'll to find, this. I'm going to pivot. Son of a bitch. I'm going to pivot because while you may not consider them let's say like a local business mom and pop, I wouldn't, I mean, cause they're definitely pretty big as far as collecting goes, but wouldn't you say like, maybe you could only patron like some of those, 
like a like a entertainment earth right like yes. you know that entertainment earth understands what they're who they're servicing and who they're selling to and i've never received a bad package for entertainment earth that wasn't obviously the the shipper's fault like it was crunched on the side that's not their fault right, right. this wasn't a packing snafu no, this no. was this uh, was this was just bad shit fell off the back of the truck yeah. and guy the stomped on Subaru it Subaru ventured that shit right up to my front door <laughs> you know what that there's truth to that because i like you have not had a bad experience at all with entertainment right. earth you're angrily chewing your ice right now so i just need you Sorry. to calm down all right. okay all right i will stop okay? chewing my ice so maybe maybe I won't write off Entertainment Earth, but gosh dang it, I am so done with pre-orders that take forever. I, I mean that this is not the first time this has happened. This is if I'm sure I'm sure this would happen again if I continue to do it, and it just makes me mad. And me being mad is not worth the thirteen dollars. Right, 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 right. And well, the thirteen dollars is not what matters. No, the, the, the figure, the enjoyment that you get, the pristineness of the packaging, you deciding whether to leave it in the box or take it out and play all that stuff. We had a good comment here from Dave's dimension. Um, it's, it's why he rarely pre-orders, uh, they cancel either Walmart will cancel your order to come smash. And then he's giving a plug. This is my point to the mm -hmm. big bad toy store. Right. Yeah. And I'm you aware pay, of You this. pay a little bit more, right? Cause is, is it always about saving $2? Cause this is essentially what we're dealing with in a Walmart. Yeah. Walmart's made a a you know massive corporation on undercutting prices by cutting you know costs and corners right, and this is some corner cutting going on right here. Whereas it's corner shoving gonna, is what we're it is. We're not going to buy a box that's big enough for the items that we're sending you. We're just going to stuff them in because you should be opening these up and playing with them, right? Um, et cetera, well, et cetera. I'm, yeah. What I. So I really like the cards of these. That's why I bought them for the cards. Um, these are ultimately repacks of figures that have been out before, but they're on cool cards. Yeah, it's the cards. And, and you so lost. And you lost. On, I lost all fronts. Six out of six. Yeah. Not one out of six. Six out of six. So I'm done with you, Walmart. Done. Will you still be getting your diapers there, though? Not your diapers. Well, my adult diapers. Soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> we'll see. At that point, I'm probably not paying my own bills anyway. So. It is discouraging, though. It is discouraging. I guess if you were like, what would be a comparison, Angry Eyes? What would be a comparison to like collectors like us in another thing that Walmart is shipping poorly? You know, I don't know. It, it, uh, I'll tell you. What's one, one thing? That, I've gotten frames. Uh, like poster frames okay so they're just bad at shipping it's because poster frames is a whole different animal it's got glass or or acrylic i mean it acrylic. could be plastic but it's but yeah i just all right okay so shipping shipping at walmart not good it's been suspect for a while okay and it's the, as as they say the juice isn't worth the squeeze do they who says that I don't know. It's his thing. I think your grandpa said that. Maybe. He's right. He's awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So we had a great, yeah, really. positive, fun conversation yeah. with Kendall. Then the Starship. <laughs> then we took a nosedive. Just a crash and burn, Mav. Yeah. The, uh, the Star Destroyer. Into, the <laughs> into the Super Star Destroyer. 
or the stars superstar destroyer and the death star yes yeah. and it. and now we're gonna we're gonna end on a high we're gonna end on a positive Yahoo! is that what we're doing Woo-hoo. you got that over there yeah she's up and running oh i didn't add it to the i gotta go at it okay Give me go at it to the stream real quick all right Give us I think we have a ghost it's yeah. just a wiener dog we have, we have a ghost woody <laughs> uh okay all right all right all right all right all right the last thing that we're the last things that we're going to talk about are toys right toys and collectibles which is our jam this is this is our sweet spot do we want the fire oh absolutely yeah we gotta get the fire josh and um this is a collectible that arrived at josh's house today today and it is brand new from sideshow collectibles this isn't an older one that we just uh managed to get a hold of this is one that josh ordered and it arrived today out of the box one well we should probably hit the music get the, get the... by the way perfectly packed <laughs> <laughs> shut up zero dense shut up oh man Josh, this is a professional company we're dealing with well we have to but again our timing <laughs> is always it was yes it was so good right then we start talking. yeah then we start talking that's what we do oh oh you know what maybe this is good to get this side of it all right here we go okay, here we go oh yeah oh yeah ladies and gentlemen one-tenth scale sideshow collectible boba fett and fennec shan on the throne oh yeah look at that look at that so good yeah, if you ever want to drink something out of a blue bottle, you need yourself a throat. That's right. Is that a rocket on his back, or is he just happy to see me? Oh, that's a rocket on his back. <laughs> we don't, it's on the, Je- the Jarek board, too. Come on, we're over it. Not sure why we're spinning this. The back is so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a flat ass. Okay. You're getting, you're getting a couple different angles here, but... So this is a statue, Josh. It is. It is. What was my comment to you in the text? I said it showed up. Yeah, and you're like, should have read it better. This is a statue. (laughs) It's it's a statue. These aren't posable figures, are they? They are not. This is well. There's one pose you can do. You can take off. You can take off Boba's head, and you can (laughs) panic off the throne if you want to. But you uh, want to stop the spinner and maybe zoom in just a hair. Well, zooming in is going to be manual because we're in a a camera situation. But yes, standby. Oh yeah. <laughs> she can sit on my throne. All right. Yeah, zoom in on that. That looks totally cool. Do it. Oh, we're going full Blair Witch. The paint looks good. Interesting though, both uh forearm pieces are red. Isn't one shouldn't one be yellow or or is that just on the repaint? They're both red now. I actually don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, she looks good. Sideshow. Sideshow is a degree off. Sideshow is a degree off from hot toys. I forgot it online. That's right. I, we can hear you all right. Okay. So, so what Josh was saying. <laughs> Yeah, Sideshow doesn't quite nail the face sculpts the same way Hot Toys does, but it's still pretty good overall. And the I do agree that the Fennec looks looks like Fennec. So we get two of those buckles. Do those move? 
Okay. There's the blaster leaning up against the throne. That's an iconic pose right there. We've got a we've got a red five design poster based off of this pose. Um, there's a Disney poster based off of this pose. This is sweet. Same price as the uh, Galactic Cruise. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Check it out. Let's see my impression of Django Fett. Josh's impression of Django Fett, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. <laughs> too soon, too soon. And then that's how works as well. So you can go Fennecless. You can go no Fennec, except you can have her butt mark right there. Okay. You got a Fennec butt mark. Oh, let's take a look. Fennec's yeah, she could uh, bullseye womp rats with that thing. Really cool, Josh. Really, really cool. Where's that going to go in here? Yeah, I think it's a good piece. Uh, you know, here's the deal. That's an eye level piece. You don't want to put that up too high. Yeah, here's the deal. Like I said to you, uh, because Hot Toys and Sideshow... Uh, share a site and they also do pretty good with sharing some marketing i kind of blasted through this because the pictures are so cool i really did not realize because i didn't even read it was just like pre-order and this is what a year ago or six months ago whatever it was eight months probably um, about when i ordered those uh yeah probably when you ordered those beauties <laughs> those clone wars figures um but uh yeah hashtag butt mold but this has happened to me once before not not no, well, not directly, but I ordered, I ordered a Saj kind of, I don't know, maybe I'd been drinking that night. I just remember in a, like six months later, a Saj showed up and, and it was a statue mm -hmm. and it was absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. My wife does not appreciate it. She's like, how is that Star Wars? Cause there's like a skull. Should I show, should I show him just real quick? I'll, I'll get it for you. All right. So, uh, and she was gorgeous. Like, huge what is she one one half scale <laughs> it's like i don't even know you could hey, hit the little lever on that well anyway there she is she's just beautiful like but we got this skull and like this root this tree so my wife's like that looks like dungeons and dragons i'm like it's not it's totally star wars and it's awesome and also she can do a good impression of uh jango fett too <laughs> her head pops right off if you watch the old uh we have an old review of that but my whole point being is that i'm kind of glad i got a little uh i got a little bamboozled here just from because it was just a click 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 pre-order scenario for me and uh it's awesome yeah you're right it's one tenth scale which is interesting you know all the one six we have in hot toys it's just a little bit bigger than black series it is it's right it's right in this weird yeah, I can't sit like a Black Series guy on the other. I mean, like like uh, Django. Coincidentally, I got something almost exactly the same as Josh this weekend. <laughs> oh, you're not going to... Oh, yeah. Look at that bad boy. Look at that. 
Reverse Panic. Yeah. Except uh, Bib is maybe not as uh, sexy on that throne as Boba, if you know what I mean. And why is everyone shooting? Oh, they're taking out Bib. Got it. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good looking, Andy. Who's that in the background with the pink hair? Duh. Didn't did not know that. It's like uh <laughs> oh, gosh dang it. I can't think of the name. Oh, come on. Girls just want to have fun. Uh it's like Cindy Lauper just showed up behind Bib. Chewing her gum. You got a throne now, huh? Yeah, it's good. Is good. I like the fire behind him too. Looks good. Well, yeah, not from Walmart, left coast. Not big, bib fat tuna. Oh, I like that one. The execution of bib now for kids. <laughs> That's Kendall. Kendall hanging out still. Not a baby. <laughs> He's making his comments. Yeah, love well, it. Okay, so we had a we had a. I think uh, the full fan experience tonight, we, we laughed, we cried, we, we, we cussed, we cussed a little bit. Yeah. Um, sorry. Oh man, you were best, man. You were, God dang it. You were flipping a <laughs> flipping a man. Son of a B. Son of a B. Come on. <laughs> oh, gosh, darn it. Come on. Reminds me of a story about my dad. Dang it. Who does not swear. He's Ned Flanders. Right. Zippity do. <laughs> he said he was talking about he was talking about i don't even remember the context but he we were sitting at the dinner table this was a long time ago and he and he said those those what did he say he said those bleeping effing but he said the real thing whoa he said the real f word whoa and he never swears he's a proper man he said the real effing, and then instead of saying bitches, he said bees. <laughs> and <laughs> we got all, his he got his hard yes, words mixed up. Yes, and we were and we all laughed. A because he swore and he never swears, and he was sheepish about it, which made it even funnier. Oh, and so then he said the queen mother of all cuss words, but yeah, he, but he thought to held back. Oh, fudge. fudge! Exactly, and then he. And so we are all laughing. Why did you say the one but not the other when the first one was worse than way worse? Anyway, it come was on, just Papa Lemire. Come on, Dad. Watch your mouth. We'll put a bar <laughs> and of soap. He's in never there. sworn again. <sighs> well, uh, look, a few things I'm excited about. First of all, we got some stuff we were giving away. Nobody put shared in the chat. I know you guys are probably having your own chat. It's too late to share now. I mean, who's going to watch? We're about to end, but. Uh, you know, we put a comment in just the, put a comment you know what we want like and subscribe just put like you know uh, actually put a hashtag red five designs on our twitter page or or at them on a in a comment you know tag them or we don't care or youtube comment what what the what you thought was most interesting there's a hundred different ways to get one of these said, sent you know? to you yeah yeah so uh we'll take anything at this point and then we'll do a drawing and then we'll do a drawing send and send it out and just make up who we who wins it'll arrive on somebody's doorstep sometime in a week hey we half. got some packaging we could use <laughs> I got some. Use that? we could reuse that hey envelope. you know what these won't fit in that box either no let's no. shove it in there we'll fold them in half stick them in an a <laughs> a1 
We'll fold it in half, put it in that baggy mailer, roll it up, and shove it in the box. Framie's participating late. Thank you, Framie. He's guaranteed to get one. No, Framie shared earlier. I saw that. Oh, we shared. Oh, he did. Okay. Scuba shared. He's hashtag shared. So we got guys diving in. All right. Well, that's good. All right. uh, What else? Any any upcoming uh, comments or anything like that? We do have, remember, on March 15th, Star Wars Celebration tickets go on sale for the general public. Again, I bet they'll go fast because you know what those are. Those are the refunds. So get your refunds as quick as you can. Andy and I yeah, are going to be do there. Do your taxes right now. Yeah. Get your income tax. Re- yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean tax refunds. I meant the No, no. I, that's what I meant. I see. That was I a good see. idea. It was a double refund. I see. The no. tax refund and the yeah. a-holes that refunded it because exactly. they were all going to die of COVID. Double win. Sorry. <laughs> the force be with you. Um uh but yeah it's uh we're we're super excited and i think we've got some i mean we've got some planning to do we're trying to figure out how we get you gang together those that can make it and the gang that can't maybe in some kind of zoom oh we'll we'll be potting live yeah from star wars celebration dave's my friend dave's my friend t-shirts yeah you know (laughs) you know that's a good it's a good one i think paul will be there i doubt it but he'll be shooting for yeah. Avatar. All right. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for following. Thanks for sharing with a friend. Go play with your toys if oh, they're not beat to heck. If they're not all trashed and Andy gets mad. Damn.